distance, boss fights lead tower. We are tracking you. Head for bay 35. Over. Copy that. Locked in for 35. Vinny, and I'm be your host for this evening. Oh yeah, well I'm Sharon, and I will also be your host. I challenge you. To a duel. Yeah. My blue eyes. My blue eyes. And and we have a guest. It's it's Kellen. Kellen. Hello again. Thank you guys for having me back. Yeah. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, You're always welcome. Thank you. Uh, This is Transmission 15, everybody. Uh, Time still doesn't exist, but we have a weekly television show to sort of keep our body clocks in check. (laughs) I definitely know when Thursday is. (laughs) (laughs) Thursdays and Fridays. Well, today's topic will be episode 19 of the 3D animated Star Wars, The Clone Wars animated TV show! Uh, uh, This is one of my favorite arcs, everybody. Um, Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Storm of Ryloth, as a kid, this was big because, again, Ahsoka hits me right in them, I'm coming of age feels. (laughs) Um, but anyways, let's talk about the business. Follow us on social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at DockingBay35. You can also email us, please, please email us at DockingBay35 at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, before we get into the episode, I wanted to um, get into this icebreaker. This is actually a meme that I've been seeing around on the Instagrams. Hmm. Um, but I wanted to bring it out to you guys. Um, what Star Wars characters do you want to be quarantined with? Ooh, that's a good you like question. Hmm. <laughs> 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 um, uh, can I go first? Yeah. Go for it. I would love to be, absolutely love to be locked in quarantine with Ahsoka because we would always have something to talk to and then I could be like, yeah, so one time my dad was like, blah, 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 and didn't allow me to do blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And then Ahsoka could be like, oh, I remember when Anakin did that same thing. And I'd be like, (laughs) at least your space dad was the chosen one. (laughs) Well, my dad's pretty cool, too. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kels, who would you want to be quarantined with? Um, I don't know. Um, I guess the clones. <laughs> Any of them, except maybe Slick, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely Rex, I would think. Uh... Soka is always a good choice, I would think, because she is awesome. Um, is this strictly like Clone Wars characters, or is no, it just Star Wars characters Star in Wars general? Characters. Anyone you want. Okay. 
All right, then I would also say Zebrelios too. I, <laughs> I love the big purple cat man. Oh my god, I love him so much. He, but like apparently he smells. That's all right. That's okay. So does Chewy. <laughs> so does Chewy. It I bet. Matter. I bet. I bet they're just as cuddly as uh, Wookies. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, Sharon, what about you? Who'd you quarantine with? You know, um, after watching like the recent season seven episode, uh, or sorry, this, uh, um, after watching <laughs> season seven, um, I like, <laughs> I thought Hunter would be a great person to quarantine with because it seems like he can handle any personality. <laughs> Clone right? Rambo, just, hell like, yeah, that is his genetic modification. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I think um, maybe Ray because she's like a scavenger. Mm. She'll like know like how to fix things. She's pretty self sufficient, right? Um, mm. And she's like she's like known how to live on by her own and like with herself. So right, I'm like pretty she sure she could give you a haircut with her lightsaber. If you have to. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, she give me the sickest fade. Oh, you know what? I'd I'd also have Finn because oh, yeah. you know you know how to give a good fade. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, or maybe I'm being space racist. Who knows? <laughs> space stereotyping. Space stereotyping. Oh boy. Well, today's episode fortune cookie is: it is a rough road that leads to the highest of greatness. Let me run. Th- let me let me do that one more time. <laughs> it is a rough road that leads to the highest of greatness. Um. Yeah, wow. I mean, I mean, Ahsoka yeah. was in the sky and did her <laughs> best. So uh, she did do her best. She did do her bestest. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay, like she's. Um, I might be getting a little ahead of myself, but I think it's like surprise. Like, she's a fourteen-year-old girl that, like, sure is like trained to be a Jedi, but is not a Jedi, and. I, I'm not I I just don't know what the Jedi Order expected from a fourteen year old girl to be given the lives of like like a battalion of people and just was like, Okay. Like, All they right. treated it like she was they treated you got it this. like she was going to soccer yeah. practice for the first time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, right. And, and especially... then you have mommy and daddy on the bridge being yelling at her from the sideline being like, Kick left <laughs> Yeah Exactly except people died. Oh god yeah. yeah no it's like if Anakin was both her coach and her dad. <laughs> so, oh. uh, that would be bad. Yeah. And it was kinda bad, but at the same time a learning yeah. experience question yeah. mark. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I mean it definitely was. I like I think that it is formative for her as like a person. Mm-hmm. Um but like, it I definitely it, affected her command afterwards for sure. Yeah. And I and I think she does mature. I think just like the I think sort of taking it like at that like at that kind of literal value. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, it, it just makes me, like, sort of question, like, oh, my God, the Jedi Order. What are they having yeah. the babies do now? I mean, Anakin yeah. held his first command at the age of 14 or 15, too. So I think that's yeah. why Anakin was so gung-ho about it. And he turned it. out great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally good. Just I'm not, just no problems. No I wonder problems. if that was Obi-Wan on the council also being like, uh, 
votes. <laughs> sure, I won't abstain, I'll vote. Uh, I, Ahsoka gets to be a commander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, mean like, I think it's more a systematic thing than it is, like, actually mm-hmm. Anakin, for once. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, the Jedi... Well, at the same time, like, <laughs> Anakin was totally forgiving at the end. Like, that, he almost tried to play it off, like... There was no fault at all on Ahsoka, but at the same time, it was a trap. It was sorry, it was a trap, but at the same time, like strategically, she should have backed away like long before the other ships even got there. Yeah, yeah. Though I like, especially (laughs) as like somebody who like, if if, like she's like nervous and like she finds like an in and the force is like telling her one way, then I'm, I'm pretty sure that like, I don't know. Though I will, I I do totally agree with what you're saying. Or like, I feel like Anakin is actually really like mature and like nice. I think he actually gives good advice in this episode, um, mm-hmm. and it like it definitely brings out the best in him. Um, like I, like especially like at the end where um, like skipping pretty forward, like seeing him basically put himself like in the most danger like putting himself in like an escape pod and he just sort of literally cannot do with anything and he just gives everything so that ahsoka can leave Mm -hmm. and to like be able to watch her and just be satisfied like watching um in an escape pod i think is um it just really goes to show like the amount of loyalty and confidence that he he has in her Mm -hmm. um and it like I like, and it's like really the best part about Anakin is like that kind of unfettering loyalty. Um, well, he also knows that Ahsoka's been studying a lot more than he ever did. Like <laughs> at the end of the episode, Ahsoka comes up with a brilliant plan. Like the shields at the bottom of a Venator class starship are way stronger at the bottom, mm-hmm. and uh, the the and if I don't know, does she? does correct her mistakes at the end of the day and uh mm-hmm. i feel she got a little like just enough a bit of a slap of the neck in the head to be like all right i gotta really strategize here with my men yeah and, yeah save some clone boys lives yeah yeah i mean oh, can we... oh sorry you go oh yeah um i mean Ooh. it's really echoing on my end uh through somebody's sorry but um okay so picking up um i mean as far as that goes too like ahsoka does learn a lot about both command and all of that and like responsibility to her men um through like a tough lesson but unfortunately they're not really afforded anything other than tough lessons since they're in the middle of the war Right, it's so, their on-the-job experiences at a heightened level than you know a plumber. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, it's almost it's almost like um if if you started uh, being like a like a sales. Can you imagine like if you're a teenager and you like just started your job at like Trader Joe's or at Target, whatever, and then the quarantine happened? That's that like tough. the equivalent of like what Ahsoka is. Oh yeah, that, I mean maybe just a Kinda, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's a little bit. Where? I can't imagine working back at a grocery store right now. Like, mm. I, oh my god! Like, it was that? already hard enough then. Like it'll be like super ridiculous now. Yeah, respect to all grocery store workers right now. 
for yes, sure. Yes, and mm -hmm. Amazon employees again. And Amazon Ama employees. Not Amazon. Uh, fuck Whoa. you, Amazon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Fuck Whoa. you, Jeff Bezos, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me just write in. We say fuck Whoa. you like three times at 11 minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trapper's gonna um, have a good day. Oh yes, all the yeah. every episode, every episode every counts. Every episode. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, anyways, oh. Sharon, we never got around to our summary. No, I mean, oh. should we summarize? <laughs> I mean, I, th I mean, I think we've got to. We yeah, think we've got the synopsis. She, Ken. Ahsoka, learned something. Alert, Ahsoka, Ahsoka yeah. doesn't get the blue milk and cookies, you know. <laughs> She's like battling a war here, and Space yeah. Daddy's like, "All right, so see this pristine ship. You stay here. This is the safest place. I'm gonna go in the piece Whoa. of wood over there." Mm -hmm. Um, because well, almost all of Anakin's battalion gets like all of his venators get wiped out. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, what the Resolute was that the one that blew up here? No, no, no. No, the Resolute was the one that. He ran into the uh, Separatist Command Center, I think. <laughs> what a perfect name. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I'm going to get I this victory it. no matter what. <laughs> I love, like, the end where... Um, I just love the end where Obi-Wan is, like... He, like, enters, and he's like, cool, like, I'm ready for the ground assault. And then he, like, looks around, he's like, why is Anakin in an escape pod? And, like, yeah. why are none of the battle here? <laughs> I, no, 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 Obi-Wan, no, Obi-Wan Obi doesn't even question it. He's like, I don't, I'm not even going to question why <laughs> Anakin is in a, an escape pod. Yeah. And a no, yet another one of his Venators are destroyed. I feel like this is like the third time in the season that he that we've ended an episode with Obi Wan coming in and just being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, and this is only Pretty season much. one. How many? Yep. How many ships did um, Anakin and Obi Wan go through to win this war? A lot. How probably. how many? There's got to there's got to be a stat, dollars. <laughs> Oh my god. See, this is, they're probably going to cut the clone radio station because <gasps> Anakin and Obi-Wan keep on uh, wrecking Venators. But no. what will the mud troopers of the 212 do? <laughs> oh, uh, first, uh, first of all, shout out to the mud troopers. Uh, thank you for fighting this war. Was it mud troopers or mud jumpers? It was mud jumpers. <laughs> Either way. Uh. <laughs> mud jumpers and mud troopers, we love you yeah. both. Mm -hmm. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> swampy kids there. Oh. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy. <But> yeah. <laughs> I mean, going back to the episode though. Also, um, I mean, they did really well with kind of putting all the authority figures kind of aside. So then Ahsoka would be the <laughs> technically the highest ranking person there. And I think it is interesting that she learned she can't be as reckless as Anakin, even though <laughs> she's under his direct tutelage and everything. So she can't be as gung-ho as him, but she can still I... take risks. You know what's one of my never... favorite quotes from her? What? Cool your jets, Admiral! 
sass of obi-wan the recklessness of anakin skywalker isn't um, she great she I is love her yeah and i um yeah it's and i think like i like the general vibe of like the like don't get me wrong i actually love like the actual moral of the story and sort of what you glean from like the fortune cookie this episode it's like this mm-hmm. idea that it's totally okay to fail i mean people will die but um <laughs> For if you're in a some Jedi, situations, if yeah. you're a 14-year-old Jedi. Um, <laughs> but that, like, failure isn't, like, a dead end. Like, it's actually just, um, it's it's just, like, a stepping stone for you to be able to learn and grow from. Um, and, yeah. like, it's never that they, like, super blame her. Like, Admiral Yularen, he, like, suffered, like, I don't know, like, a brain injury. But he, like, came out and he, like, still was supporting Ahsoka because... He was confident enough that she like was able to that she was able to learn from his head injury. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, <I'm... laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> um, I, well, yeah, we see how sad Ahsoka is at the beginning. You know, like mm-hmm. it bums me out seeing her this sad. Yeah. And she's grieving for her men. Like yeah. she, she shows a great deal of compassion, which is great. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily what the Jedi always want, but I mean, no. she, she genuinely does care for her men and their safety and everything. And she realizes she screwed up majorly and cost a lot of people their lives. So, yeah. How do we feel about Admiral Yularen as like a character? I like. I remember when I first watched this episode, and I was just straight up like, wait, the announcer man from the synopsis? He's, like, an actual character? What? And also, this man is also in, like, A New Hope? What? Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. How do you guys <laughs> feel? Um, Any opinions at all? He's an admiral, and his <laughs> name is Woof Yularen. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Roof? Wolf? His name is Roof Wolf. Wolf? You wow. it. Was that a Dave Filoni decision? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's just, I don't know. He's kind of just a stick in the mud, like, pre-Empire Empire guy. Yeah, he's kind of there for exposition yeah. most of the time. So, Somebody's I mean, gotta stay back on the ship while Anakin and Obi-Wan are off doing right. uh, not-Navy stuff. Exactly. I don't know. I think it's, like, sort of fascinating. Because he's, like, never framed as a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he's just, but he's he, doing his job. Yeah. But he but he just does his job into, like, be, like, into just working as, like, a highfalutin guy in the Empire. And I just, mm-hmm. I think that it's sort of interesting that, like, what kind of statement that they're trying to imply by by putting him in that situation because like 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 most of the episodes that i see him and he's like he's he's perfectly fine and he's like supportive and he's making the right decisions um and it's just it's it's just really strange to see him go from there to to here um and 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 it's also like just a a, i I think it's sort of fascinating because he's he's such a like his character is like interesting as like a facet of um, 
how the Republic is slowly turning into the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's like sort of one of the characters that you could like sort of see meld into that in the same yeah. way that like a lot of the ships and a lot of the um, like a lot of the ships and like the set pieces as we get further into the seasons um, they definitely do start looking more like Empire ships mm-hmm. um, and I think that's like in, it like interiors well, and I think the that's, clones like, look cool. more like stormtroopers too yeah exactly yeah. well yeah. I mean to be fair that is like the um the Revenge of the Sith, like, straight-up movie version of the armor. So they are bridging that gap a little bit right before the Stormtroopers. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, as far as Yularen goes, like, he is kind of, like, a good anchor point within the actual context of the story of Star Wars itself to kind of be like, hey, yeah, the, there was this thing that existed before the Empire, that might not have changed when the Empire arose, which, like, um, you know, it's kind of like the blind, maybe not blind loyalty, but, um, you know, they were just following orders sort of situation kind of thing. Because he's still answering to the authority, which ultimately, in either sense, was Palpatine. So... True. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't see very many volunteers, and, like, he's one of the, like, characters from the original trilogy that they brought back into the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, which is. Which, again, I think was to bridge that gap totes. a little bit. To... Totes. Kind of, yeah, no, exactly. Um, by the way, I love, absolutely love, that even though Ahsoka got the pilots um some of them killed like they still will follow her command when she pulls out the dope y-wing yeah (laughs) but it's so sweet they're just like i remember like axe in particular like everything is falling apart and everyone's dying and he's just like don't worry about me skipper even though like he's like clearly like he's he's dead yeah. Yeah. Poor just, boy. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> You're hey, doing worry. great. You're gonna be... Get home. Get home yeah. safe. Don't, don't blame yourself. Don't forget to tell daddy you scored two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> As they like go first in the mud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, bless them all. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And and speaking of memorable deaths, I thought um, <laughs> Martuk's death, the the Nemoidian commander, um, his death was pretty funny. Uh, well, <laughs> was he? Did he die? <laughs> yeah, he know. did die. Because he... I mean, the ship cause... did run into. He's yeah, dead. no, because There's remember, no... remember, because like the other separatist ships, like the B one droids, were just like, wait, if he is dead, who's in command? Not me. Not, Not me. me. Not <laughs> me. You know? Well, was it that or did he run away? I don't know. He I used this as like, now. hey, hey, stay here. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, really? Did he just go And the like George is like, space? Roger, Roger. <laughs> oh. I think. Either way, like, he abandoned his post. <laughs> Either way, so. Uh, uh, the real takeaway is the B1 droids. Yes, awesome. the B1 droids are always great. They're just like, I don't want this responsibility. I don't want this. <laughs> um, by the way, this episode was directed by Brian Callen O'Connell and written by George Christick. 
Yeah. Brian Kellen O'Connell, he, as you know, directed The Malevolence. And he also directed the Pantoran arc that we that we actually talked about with you, Kells, um, oh, cool. a few weeks ago. Yeah. And George Christick, I think he also wrote uh, Downfall of a Droid, which um, he, it's that one episode with Goldie, the, the, oh. mean, the mean astromech. The astro spy. Yeah. The aspy mech? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> that was interesting. And that was the first time I think we saw a costume change on Ahsoka in that episode. Oh, really? I think so, because she was in the spacesuit, the red full body catsuit spacesuit thing. Yeah, I know, I know. because there, there are some, um, you know, there are a lot of um, Ahsoka cosplayers that like. I hear that that's, like, the cosplay to be because you don't have to, like, do as much body paint. You just have to do mm-hmm. your face. Yep. <laughs> and small bits of the arms where there's, like, that diamond cut. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, um. uh... So... This is good a, episode. This is a really good episode. Any final mm-hmm. thoughts from anybody? I mean, I... I really like how they showed Ahsoka grieving and like not really being okay with how things went down and stuff and like actually being depressed and stuff Um, and then Anakin literally knowing exactly how she feels and everything and kind of helps her through that in a way that he knows will be best for her so that's yeah. that, that's kind of a thing that you don't see too much in a lot. Yeah. So you know, yeah, 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 no, definitely. And I think um it's and it's so important too cuz I feel like it really does highlight and bring out the best in Anakin as mm-hmm. a character. Like a lot of the times I feel like he's just this fuck up. Um like and I blame <laughs> probably up watching like Attack of the Clones too often and just being like, oh, uh, not, like oh god, not a great Anakin. Look. But no. but honestly, like this is like sort of like the best moment for him as like a character, because or not the best, but like it's a great moment for him as a character because, um, he, like he really like he just like trusts, and I think like he does this like with everyone, and maybe um in the next in the season finale we're gonna see this too, where he like literally gives like Ahsoka his life in the same way that he gives like Padme his lightsaber, mm. you know. Where it's like if he loves and like adores somebody, he'll give them everything, mm-hmm. and he'll just be like a total cheerleader whenever they succeed. And, yeah, um, up until and the like... point he's evil and then fights them in a Sith temple. But I digress. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he. But but it's like it's nice to see like sort of the good elements of that because it is something that you yeah. could easily like forget as like a Star mm-hmm. Wars fan. And I just, um, and I think it's like also really formative for Ahsoka and to see why Ahsoka really loves and like adores Anakin. And also, mm-hmm. but also like how that affects her later on when she does eventually leave the Jedi Order. Um, Absolutely. And is struggling to refine herself. Of I think, yeah. and, and I think it's really. Um, Sorry to ramble, but, like, I think it's also okay. really cool um, seeing her, or seeing this, like, relationship 
in literally the um in in the most recent episode that came out season seven mm. where it where like um anakin is the same level of excited golden retriever over <laughs> um over ahsoka and ahsoka being older and oh like, my gosh <laughs> And like but being just... like, okay, calm down. All right, all right, Dad. It was great seeing you too. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, his little puppy face. Oh, oh. no. I'm not next ready time, for it to end. The next time they see each other, he will be Vader. Uh, and on a Sith temple. Uh, uh, oh God. Cry every time. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I know this that that was the, oh, no. that was the last time they see each other until it all you know happens. Oh god, uh... <laughs> I'm not ready, guys. I'm not ready. <laughs> well, we don't have to be ready. We'll just keep watching season one. Yeah, we'll just keep watching <laughs> season one. When times were good, except not, but also good. So, oh, god, Which, when they were better than they were now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being a guest, Kellen. Yeah, You're thank you best. for having me again. Where can no, the you people guys are. find you on the social medias? Oh, on the social medias, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nikuharu. Uh, again, forgive me. For <laughs> that handle but um it's just n-a-i-k-u-h-a-r-u beautiful and yeah uh sharon let's mm -hmm. blow up this taco stand yes let's blow up this taco stand oh pew, yeah pew, 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 pew. this is <laughs> the way oh yeah oh yeah oh 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 and if you have time go read the polygon article on mandalorians it's pretty good <laughs> oh yeah. I have spoken. Copy that. Meet me at Hangar 3-5 in half an hour. <laughs>